Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This week on the Chicago Bears Review. Just when you thought the Bears hit rock bottom on the road against Philly last week, They return home to Soldier Field and lay an epic turd against the former one-win San Francisco 49ers. Was there anything redeemable in yet another loss? Or should the Bears just pack it in? All of this and so much more on the Week 13 Review episode of the Chicago Bears Review. Where to even begin with what went down yesterday in Soldier Field? Second to last home game of the season for the Bears. And, uh, you know, they, they, uh, good God, they lost to the 49ers yesterday. 15 to 14. What's going on, everybody? Larry D. back for the week 13 review episode of the Chicago Bears review. And, um, you know, it just, uh, I'd, I'd, I'd laugh if it wasn't so sad. You know what I'm saying? It just, uh, it really just boggles the mind. Um, what the, what the bears are doing or actually not doing, uh, for the most part in, uh, in the, in these last, in the last five weeks, you know, the last four weeks, especially new Orleans was actually a decent effort. We just lost to a better football team. Um, that's pretty much what happened there. You know, we were on the road, at a team that at the time had, you know, had a four or five game winning streak going on. So not a big surprise that we would lose on the road uh, to New Orleans. Definitely a winnable game for sure because we made it interesting up until the very end. And we've done the exact opposite since returning from the bye. 0-4 for the first four games after the bye in a section of the schedule that dating back to April when the freaking schedule came out, this was the part of the year that we were looking forward to. You know, even before, you know, even before any of us knew Aaron Rodgers was going to go down or get hurt or anything like that, uh, it's just, you know, it just, it's, it's been a disaster. This entire second half of the, of the season has been a, had an utter disaster. And yesterday, you know, like you heard me say in the opening, when you thought it couldn't get any worse than, you know, the third, you know, one of the, the third leading rusher in football rushing for six yards, uh, on the road last week, um, the Bears come home and lay a turd against the 49ers. I mean, there's really no other way to put it. Um, you know, it, it started off not bad. You know, we um, the, the the 49ers drove the length of the field and, uh, you know, kicked a field goal to start things off. Okay, fine. Uh, you know, Garoppolo, the first 15 plays, you know how they, how they do that. And uh, it's like once they go off book, that's where things are going to get interesting. Well... Things got far more interesting once uh, once they went off book, you know, of those first 15 plays uh, and such. Garoppolo was uh, awesome yesterday. There's really no other way uh, to put it. And because he was the way he was yesterday, it, it you know, uh, seemed to breathe life into the offense and, uh, or excuse me, into their defense because we were, sp- we were walking into a game where we're facing the number 30 rush defense in football and we rushed for... I mean, Howard had 38 yards rushing yesterday, 38. So while that is a vast improvement than the six yards total that we had against uh, Philly last week, the fact that we finished with 62 yards overall, um, thanks to the 19 from Trubisky and the five from Tariq Cohen on two carries, because who needs more Tariq Cohen? I mean, haven't we talked about this already? Well, you know, I guess the 49ers were, uh, were, were, were dictating personnel so that uh, we wouldn't want to put Tariq Cohen out there. Maybe that's what was happening. 
I can already feel my head splitting. It's ridiculous. Um, so 38, 38 yards on 13 carries for Jordan Howard yesterday. Uh, four scrambles for Trubisky for 19 yards. And two carries for five yards for Tariq Cohen with a long of four. So, yeah. And uh, the ironic thing is that um, uh, Trubisky was 12 of 15 for 102 yards and a touchdown for a 117.2 quarterback rating yesterday. So take that for what you will. 12 for 15. I mean, he was on target. You know, 4 for 4 to Tariq Cohen, 2 for 2 to Kendall Wright, 2 for 2 to Dontrell Inman, 1 for 1, uh, you know, as far as targets to, to receptions for uh, who's Brown? David Brown. David Brown? Whatever. The, Brown, the tight end, Brown. And uh, Deion Sims, 1 for 2. Josh Bellamy, one for two. Jordan Howard, one for two. So, you know, it's uh, he was on target when we threw the ball, but it was like uh, it was the it was the Carolina Panther game without the defense this time because we were only on the field again for 37 plays. Defense was out there for 75, 75 snaps. So we more than doubled up on the amount of offense. Uh, on the autumn offensive plays that we ran yesterday. Um, let me see. Team stats. 23 first downs to 8 for the Bears. Um, 10, of, 10 for 18 on third down for the 49ers. The Bears were 5 for 10. 73 plays to 36. So I guess maybe 75 must have been, you know, like penalty place maybe that got called back. Um, eight drives apiece, which is... It just blows my mind. Eight drives apiece, but they ran twice as many plays as we did. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, 110 yards rushing for the 49ers versus 62 for the Bears. Eight penalties for the 49ers, so they were pen getting penalized quite a bit. They had the only turnover in the ball game, but time of possession was 38-21 to 21, uh, in the ball game. So 38 and change versus 21 and change. And that really was the difference. So when I mentioned before that Garoppolo playing the way that he did uh, kind of breathed new life into their defense because the defense was fresh. Every, pretty much any time they went out on the field, aside from when the, the 49ers kicked their uh, field goal on the opening drive, um, the Bears went three and out. So the defense didn't expend much energy there. After the Bears punted, like second play of the drive, was the interception for Kyle Fuller. And, you know, after the Bears, you know, rattled off some plays and they turned that uh, into a touchdown in the first quarter, pretty much after that, it was long, thought-out drives for the 49ers and very short bursts from the Bears. So that the defense was pretty much fresh every time they set foot on the field after the Bears' touchdown drive. So pretty much every single time after that, the defense was was off the field for several minutes before the 49ers gave the ball back uh, to the Bears one way or another, whether it be, you know, a field goal drive, which they had five yesterday, or uh, on the rare occasion that they did actually punt the ball. So, but overall, like I said, it was the... There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. It was Carolina without the defense. So where the offense only mustered the one scoring drive, we have special teams to thank for our other touchdown, Tariq Cohen, uh, an amazing punt return uh, yesterday. You'll hear me talk about that in the knee-jerk reaction. But um, 
you know, for the most part, it was, you know, the Bears got out to this lead after the Cohen uh, punt return. It was 14 to 6, and then it was like slowly but surely watching this lead dwindle one field goal at a time right up until the very end when, uh, you know, Robbie Gold, you know, kicked the field goal. And it's funny, uh, at the end, uh, they were talking about how uh, Robbie Gold talked about how it was, you know, probably the best thing for his career. Um, that he was, you know, in in a way he was grateful to be cut by the Bears. But, um, you know, the guy that was fist pumping and, and, and uh, looked like seemingly like he was talking trash to the Bears sideline, that didn't look grateful to me. That looked uh, bitter is what that looked like. That's, that's how that looked. You know, even though Robbie Gold was playing for the Giants when the Giants beat the Bears last year, I guess it wasn't him that beat us. But, uh, you know, not like he basically single-handedly did. Uh, yesterday it was the Robbie Gold and Jimmy Garoppolo show, uh, you know Robbie G and Jimmy G, you know yesterday uh, taking it to the uh, taking it to the Bears. I mean it was uh, it was embarrassing to watch after a while, um, and it was the it was the the middle of the field, one play after another, the middle of the field, the middle of the field. All they had to do, well, I mean basically they, they did the same thing every single time. They would run, you know, the tight end on like a crossing route. Uh, you know, closer to the line of scrimmage, and then they would run the the slot receiver, or you know, the sleeve. They would run a slant route to the middle of the field. Whoever that receiver was was wide open every single time. That's how they were ten for eighteen on third down yesterday, and it didn't matter what the third down distance was, third and two, third and ten, third and thirteen, whatever it was, they ran a play that would get them past the chains so that they could get it. And it wasn't one of those frustrating things where we would throw like a third and six and he would get the other nine yards, breaking tackles and making moves. He would catch the ball past the sticks just about every single time. And, um, you know, so, I mean, it was, uh, it was a horrible, horrible day for the defense who has been a shadow of themselves since, uh, since the Carolina game, you know, they, we saw the, you know, a little, uh, you know, kink in the armor, uh, against uh, New Orleans. You know, we didn't look quite as invincible as we had for the last several weeks. And then after the bye, Brent Huntley, uh, we were Brent Huntley's bitch for an afternoon. Then, you know, we uh, we have trouble stopping Stafford uh, and the Lions. We get manhandled by Philadelphia last week. And then Jimmy Garoppolo, his first starts in September of last year, um, you know, 293 yards, uh, 26 of 37 uh, yesterday. And, you know, the funny thing is it, 26 of 37 is misleading because he had two receivers that, uh, he threw 14 passes to, and they were, they were 14 of 14 to those two receivers, Taylor and Goodwin, I think was the other one, Taylor and Goodwin, uh, 14 of 14 for over 200 yards, just from those two guys, uh, yesterday. So it's like all of the missed targets. Um, when I was looking at the stats, uh, Lewis Murphy, who was actually the receiver that uh, that Kyle Fuller stole the ball from on the interception, it was one reception on six targets. So that guy had five mists or drops or whatever by himself. Nearly half the incompletions that Garoppolo had yesterday were intended for this one guy uh, in Lewis Murphy. But when he went to Goodwin or Taylor yesterday, those guys caught everything that came their way. And I think one was over 100 yards and the other one was close. So... It was those were the guys that Garoppolo was looking at on those third down plays, and those guys were always open uh, and always uncontested for several yards before being before being tackled. So the return of Danny Trevathan, the um, the re-signing uh, of Lamar Houston, none of it mattered uh, yesterday. Didn't uh, didn't breathe any new life into the unit or, or anything like that. They're still um, they're still like I said, you know, a shell of their former selves. So. What do you say we go ahead and dig into these uh, knee-jerk reactions? I think I've pretty much recited the entire first quarter uh, knee-jerk reaction for you. But, um, you know, in the beginning, like I said, a little bit of optimism, uh, very very much so, you know, they kick a field goal, we score a touchdown. I can get used to this kind of attitude uh, when the first quarter was over. But, I, you know, I did say from the very beginning, it is troubling seeing how easy Garoppolo had throwing the football against the Bears even early on. <laughs> Knee-jerk reaction to the Bears and the 49ers after the first quarter. And uh, 
You know, it's it's a kind of a half dozen, six in one hand, half dozen in the other kind of quarter because Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49er offense seem to be moving the ball at will against the Bears. I mean, the last play of the quarter, a big pass play to, uh, you know, from Garoppolo to Goodwin with a big gain just as the quarter closes out. But um, on the uh, the first drive, they move it down the field. The defense clamps down inside the red zone. They force a field goal. Um the Bears do nothing. They go three and out to answer the scoring drive. But uh, after the punt, a, a pass from Garoppolo to Lewis Murphy literally ripped out of the hands by Kyle Fuller. Uh, they call it an interception, even though, you know, Fuller didn't take the ball out of the, the, the air. They call it an interception and not a, a fumble recovery. But whatever. Anyway, um, the Bears actually turned that into a touchdown drive where we uh, have uh, tripled our run total uh, from last week. We had six yards rushing against the Eagles. We already have at least 18 from Jordan Howard on the scoring drive that ended uh, in a pass from uh, Trubisky to Dontrell Inman, his first touchdown as a Bear. Uh, scores 7-3. to three. Um, not liking what I'm seeing from our pass defense at the very least uh, uh, against uh, Garoppolo and company thus far. But, uh, you know, as long as we do the bend but don't break thing, I, I think we'll be okay. But it's uh, we're off to a good start. It's 7-3 to three for the Bears. The 49ers have the football, and uh, let's see where we go from here. Unfortunately, it only got worse from there. Um, that was basically all the fireworks the offense would really be able to provide for us. I mean, Jordan Howard had about... 18 or so yards rushing on that first uh, scoring drive because God knows we didn't do anything on our very first drive uh, of the game. It was a three and out. But uh, on that scoring drive, he had 18 yards, if not more, on that first drive and finished with 38 uh, for the game. You know, we, we were the 30th ranked rush defense in football. We only mustered the, the, the fourth best rusher in football ended up with 38 yards uh, on 13 carries. I mean, it's just... It boggles the mind, man. It really does. I mean, it's just—it's not like these guys weren't fresh, you know. It's, if anything, it's the defense that should have been worn out, and uh, you know, it, it just turns out that um, they weren't able to generate the same fireworks they were against Carolina because the game was pretty much the same. Carolina was always, you know, the the drives and and moving the football and moving the sticks, but it was the defense that would clamp down and and. Uh, you know, force the the punt or, or what have you. With the 49ers, it was, you know, long, methodical uh, drives and most of it throwing uh, the ball. And, you know, like I said, e even if you took the penalty plays out because it showed that um, def the, the, the def defensive players that played all snaps played 75. So a couple of... Uh, couple of uh, penalties, you know, pushing that up to 75. Officially, it was 73 plays for the 49ers, 36 for the Bears. So still twice as many plays as the Bears ran on offense and, you know, on the same amount of drives. So eight drives and 73 plays. They're averaging nine yards, or excuse me, nine plays a drive. 36 plays for the Bears on eight drives. Four and a half is your, is your number there. So literally twice as many. Literally twice as many, just over nine for the 49ers per drive and four and a half for the Bears. That's literally half of, uh, you know, per drive. That's how many uh, it, it was. I mean, it's just whew. the good thing is this game didn't quite drive me as nuts as the um, the one from 2015 where the Bears constantly shot themselves in the foot. I mean, you want to talk about Robbie Gold. Uh, that was the game where it was basically the shine was coming off the gold, if you will, uh, for Robbie. He missed two field goals in that game. Uh, and here I am two years later still saying if he doesn't miss one of those field goals, we beat the 49ers in regulation in that game instead of uh, letting Blaine Gabbert run for 44-yard touchdown on us Ugh, that uh, you know tied the game up and send it to overtime, and then, you know, you can't fault them for beating us in overtime. They beat us straight up. 71-yard touchdown pass to Torrey Smith. Go figure. But, uh, you know, if, you know, Cutler doesn't throw the pick six, no holding penalty on the punt return that went for a touchdown, two missed field goals for Robbie. I'm sure we had a penalty in there, another penalty in there somewhere 
that hurt us at an inopportune time or something like that. So, I mean, it's just, uh, it's just getting ridiculous. And I was very disheartened today, um, to see that, um, we're three and nine, you know, this is where we were last year after beating the 49ers last year, we were three and nine, but, uh, now we're in the cusp of a five game losing streak. Uh, John Fox is officially the losingest, if that's a word, head coach in Chicago Bear history. He his percentage points he fell behind uh, Abe Gibran yesterday. That is not that's not a name you want to be associated with when it comes to your win loss legacy as head coach of the Chicago Bears. The other thing that depressed the hell out of me when I saw that graphic was that the fourth worst coach in in Chicago Bear history was Tressman, who won 13 games in two seasons. John Fox has not won 13, and he's closing in on his third. He's about to, he's four games away from finishing his third season. He hasn't won 13 games yet. Tressman got fired for winning 13 in two seasons. So, <laughs> oh, good Lord, take that for what you will. I mean, I, I was jealous this morning um, when I saw that, um, the Giants fired Ben McAdoo, you know, and I was just talking about it the other day. I was like, I don't see how he survives this, how he survives the season. He didn't survive the weekend. He got fired yesterday after the game. He was fired yesterday. You know, it was officially announced today that he's gone, but it was, he found out yesterday he didn't have a job anymore. Like on the flight back from Oakland, they let him know when you, uh, when you get back to the office, just go ahead and, uh, quietly pack up your things. Cause, uh, Yeah, and then Eli Manning, I think, has already been announced as a starter again this Sunday. I think they're playing the Cowboys or something like that. So wouldn't that just be something? That first game without uh, first game without McAdoo and Eli's back in there with Steve Spagnolo as interim coach, and they go a half and they beat the Cowboys. <laughs> uh, wouldn't that just be something? But um, anyway, the second quarter, like I said, more the same. Um, the same in the fact that the 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 49ers were just awesome between the twenties and then would do you know, the bears would finally clamp down in the red zone and the, the 49ers would have to kick a field goal. The offense went ahead you know, looking uh, incompetent for the most part. I mean, to hear that Trubisky was 12 of 15 at the end of the game was actually a surprise. Um, not because he, I mean, he didn't throw the ball poorly or, or anything like that. I think he got close to pick getting one of his throws, uh, intercepted on Sunday, but for the most part, it's just like it didn't appear to be that good of a game statistically for Trubisky, and not because of him, but because of the offensive line and everyone else around him. Jordan Howard not running the football well. That he was constantly under pressure yesterday. You know, didn't have, get a chance to move around in the pocket much because it was collapsing around him at all times. Uh, Kyle Long got hurt again uh, with the shoulder. He might be done for the year now because he even said like. Something in, in, in the way of, uh, I jacked my shoulder up pretty good. So he might be done. And I think I would actually, at this point, it would probably be a good idea to go ahead and shut him down, do whatever needs doing, because he didn't have surgery on that shoulder uh, after his ankle surgery. So he's been playing with a shoulder that's been bothering him since the beginning of 2016. That shoulder has been an issue for him. So maybe he'll finally... Um, go ahead and get that taken care of so he can be uh 100% when the season starts you know get a in, instead of um you know spending the 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 off season recovering from surgery on his ankle uh you know he'll be able to to properly rehab and strengthen it up and and get that going so it's not the hindrance that it was this year and then you know the rehab and and the work that you're going to do to get the shoulder uh, uh, ready, uh, and everything. It's like the, the hell with your competitive juices. You know, he signed an extension at the beginning of last year that doesn't officially kick in until 2018 because it was a four year extension and he's a bear through 2021. So if you back that up, if 2021's where it ends, you got 2019, 20, excuse me, 2021's where it ends, 2020, 2019, 2018. His four year extension doesn't kick in until next season. So, you know, now's the time. Go ahead, get get yourself off the field, 
go and get healed up, get the surgery, whatever needs to be done, do it now. So that by the time the season is over, you know, maybe you'll be able to start, you know, rehabbing and strengthening it up as opposed to healing from the surgery. Get the healing out of the way while the season is going on. Spend the off season um, rehabbing and, and getting ready to go. Because, um, you know, aside from yesterday where he only played, uh, he played about two-thirds of the first half. Um, so he played less than half the game yesterday. Um, when Kyle Long is out there, we run the football better. You know, when we're not playing against the best team in the NFL like we were last week. But, um, you know, we're a better offensive line. We're a better unit when Kyle Long is is playing. We, we've seen that uh, in practice. In, you know, we've seen that in theory this year. And, um, you know, it, we're 3-9 and nine now. Yesterday we were officially, officially eliminated from playoff contention yesterday. So that dream is now over. Uh, we can put that behind us now. So, you know it's shut him down. I mean, I'd even be crazy enough to say not don't play Trubisky anymore. So he won't get hurt. Let Glennon go out there and earn some of the money he's been stealing from us for the last eight weeks. So, um, anyway, in the second quarter, the only fireworks that the bears were able to produce, um, came from Tariq Cohen. And it was because of him that we had a lead that, uh, at the time anyway, looked like would be big enough for us to hang on to. <laughs> Knee-jerk reaction to the second quarter of the Bears and the 49ers, and it's um, it's a it's a bitter pill, I guess. You know, it's it's uh, on one hand, uh, Garoppolo's numbers are going to be fantastic, regardless of how the game turns out. He's got 170 yards passing in the first half, in three trips to the red zone. All they've come away with is three Robbie Gold field goals. They got nine points on the board. The Bears had the one scoring drive after the interception slash takeaway uh, in the first quarter, and an exciting like no 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 yes 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 yes. Uh, punt return uh, from Tariq Cohen uh, to make it uh, 14 to six at the time. Uh, it's 14 to nine now. So it's like our, our offense doesn't really seem well. It's, truthfully, it doesn't feel like the offense has been out there much because Garoppolo and company are going the length of the field every single time. Uh, they are exploiting uh, this huge hole in the middle of the field. Uh, after the Bears scored the touchdown uh, towards the end of the first quarter. The first drive that the 49ers had after that, the first three plays of that drive, Garoppolo was three for three for 59 yards. All three were right in the center of the defense. You know, the whole behind the behind the linebacker in front of the safety area, and it seemed like you know Kyle Shanahan was just out coaching uh, Vic Fangio on that. The, the the linebackers were biting on the under route, leaving this huge space in the middle of the field where the the 49ers would just you know they run around out there, boom, the guy's wide open, uh, and they're getting these big chunks of yardage. But, again, the Bears are clamping down in the red zone. Garoppolo and company are yeah, in the red zone. They haven't been able to put it in uh, you know, in the end zone uh, yet, so the Bears are uh, up 14-9. to nine. Uh, We start with the football to, to kick off the uh, second half. We have the lead, and it's just a matter of, um, you know, in a way to keep doing what we're doing. Uh, the Bears are scoring touchdowns. The 49ers are kicking field goals. So, you know, it's looking good thus far. But, again, it's it's troubling to see how easy uh, Garoppolo and company are moving it down the field uh, between the 20s. Uh, the fact they haven't been able to close the deal, that's okay for now. It's working in our favor. But, eventually, how easily Garoppolo and company are moving the ball down the field could come back to hurt the Bears. So, but, for now, we have the lead, 14-9, to and uh, we start with the ball in the second half. <laughs> I was just looking at the the drive summary for the for the game actually, and just uh, first possession of the game for the 49ers, 14 plays, 60 yards, six minutes, 48 seconds. The Bears, three plays minus one yard, a buck 51. Second uh, drive was the interception, three plays, one yard gain for the 49ers. The Bears in turn come back, eight plays, 59 yards. Uh, uh, four minutes, 31 seconds, so four and a half minutes for the touchdown. That was the best drive the Bears put together all day. Oh, I take that back. They had eight plays, 44 yards for five minutes, but it resulted in a punt. Um, but 
you know, but the 49ers, 14 plays on the first drive, um, three plays on the second, but seven plays, 68 yards for a field goal to make it seven to six. Uh, seven plays, nine yards. That was the drive that resulted in the punt return for Tariq Cohen. Um, then the the ensuing drive after they punt the ball away to the Bears and we run it back for a touchdown. Eleven plays, fifty-eight yards for the field goal that made it fourteen uh, to nine, and the Bears finished out the last twenty-four seconds. In the second half, the Bears come out nine plays, thirty-three yards, and a punt to start the second half. Uh, 16 plays, 70 yards for the 49ers, over eight minutes taken away for another field goal to make it 14 to 12. The Bears come back, three plays, minus 10 yards. Awesome. Uh, the Another 49er punt, six plays, seven yards, but another four minutes, 11 seconds taken off the clock. The Bears come back, eight plays, 44 yards, five minutes. The, the longest drive we had all day resulted in a punt. And then 14 plays, 86 yards, 5 minutes, 23 seconds. Time of possession for the 49ers for the field goal that put them up to win the game. 15 to 14, leaving the Bears with 4 seconds uh, on the clock. Now, you know, it, it, was, uh, it wasn't pretty. It absolutely was not. The Bears did not score a single point in the second half when a field goal, a simple field goal, would have won us the game. And we had the chance to do it in the fourth quarter. Tariq Cohen had a kick return in the fourth quarter. You hear me talk about a knee-jerk reaction. Uh, in a kick return, um, I think after the, 14, after the field goal that made it 14-12, to 12, something like that, um, Cohen damn near runs it back. And it, that was the moment right in there. That was the self-inflicted wound. That lost us the game. That was it because we were in field goal range. Now, that would have been interesting because Cairo Santos actually tweaked the hamstring, tore it or re-aggravated the hamstring injury that had kept him out since week three uh, from Kansas City. Tweaked the hamstring. He kicked those extra points, but that was all that he could do. If we had to kick a field goal in that game, it was actually going to be up to Pat O'Donnell, who in, in relief of Santos did an excellent job kicking off yesterday i mean he only kicked off three times but uh two of them were touchbacks and one was five yards deep in the end zone that he ended up coming at so o'donnell's got the leg to kick off so one would hope that uh you know so long as he kicked it straight he's got the leg to kick it through the uprights so um but that play alone murdered the bears because we could do nothing on offense to move the chains you just heard the tail of the tape on us uh moving the football yesterday Eight plays, 44 yards. That was the longest drive at five and a half minutes. Eight plays, 59 yards for the scoring drive for the first touchdown of the game. Those were the longest drives that the Bears had yesterday. Eight plays on two different drives. The 49ers had three drives of 10 plays or more yesterday. And that is why they nearly doubled up the Bears on time of possession. That's why they did double up the Bears on the amount of plays that they ran, uh, you know. And that's why they were able to, even without scoring touchdowns, outscore the Bears yesterday. 15 to stinking 14, man. 15 to 14. But uh, play the third quarter, uh, knee-jerk reaction, you know. And, and this is where you start to see my confidence beginning to fail. Like, I, I, it has become a reality to me that the Bears are going to mess around and lose this football game to the 49ers because we can't stop, we can't keep the 49er offense off the field. And Robbie Gold is just poking them right through the uprights, no problem. Knee jerk reaction to the Bears and the 49ers after three quarters. The margin is more narrow, it's 14 to 12 now because the Bears can do nothing on offense. And it's. I really can't say that the 49er defense is doing that great of a job shutting us down. It's just that we're, you know, vanilla and predictable, and once again our opponents can see us coming. I just I don't understand what, what's going to have to happen for the Bears to try to open it up a little bit. But uh, we just ended the third quarter uh, on third and six. Trubisky drops back to throw and gets hit from behind, uh, almost fumbles the football deep in our own territory. Um, the offense just broke 100 yards in total offense in their first, second drive, first drive, second drive uh, in the in the second half. Um, you know, and again, 
the 49ers, a long, uh, methodical drive, got into the red zone, but the Bears, you know, bend but don't break, force another Robbie Gold field goal, and that's where we sit right now, 14-12. to 12. The Bears want to get this win. Uh, number one, we have to find a way to shut the 49ers down. Uh, you know, the bend but don't break thing has to stop. We got to figure out how to how to break how to break them uh, instead of them constantly, you know, converting on like their third down percentage has to be astronomical uh, in this game because it's pretty much on third down. They couldn't do whatever they want. And they're attacking the same spot in the field over and over again, that middle of the field, right behind the linebackers, right in front of the safety. It's wide open every single time. So uh, we have to figure out how to do that. And we have to figure out how to hang on to the ball to keep the ball out of San Francisco's hands at halftime. The time of possession needle was 21 to nine in favor of San Francisco in the first 30 minutes. So, and it, that's, you know, probably a lot more closer to 27 to, you know, 18 or something like that, even more so uh, in the, after the three quarters. So we got to figure out how to hang, hang on to the football. We got to figure out how to shut down uh, Garoppolo and company because all they need is one more field goal and they're in charge because we've proven we cannot score uh, on offense today. <laughs> Or at the very least, we've made it very clear that a long, thought-out drive where we establish any kind of rhythm offensively is not what the Bears were capable of yesterday. I mean, that was the name of the game for Garoppolo uh, and company. It's not going to be a winning formula going forward for them because they can't put the ball in the end zone. Their red zone offense, they were 0 for 5 yesterday in the red zone as far as putting it in the end zone. So... Um, you know, but against the Bears, it was enough because our offense is, like I said, it's predictable. Uh, we don't we don't have our best players on the field at all times. That's the part that continues to blow my mind. Uh, Adam Shaheen was on the field for eight plays yesterday, which when you only run 36 offensive plays is roughly a quarter of the snaps, but. He, you know, Dole Loggins said that, uh, you know, Deion Sims coming back wouldn't hurt Adam Shaheen's uh, reps. Well, Deion Sims has been back for two games, and I can't think of a time in the season where we've seen less of Adam Shaheen. So, I mean, it, it was basically back to that predictable offense that we talked about when, when Lauren Cox was on the show at the midseason review when I was going to ask him, dude, where has Adam Shaheen been? And we find out that basically... Um, the Bears tip their hands every single time with Adam Shaheen because he only comes out on the field when the Bears are going to run the ball. Maybe we've gotten back to that again because to tell you the truth, I don't remember seeing Adam Shaheen at all yesterday. He wasn't targeted once uh, in the passing game, so he must have only been out there when we were running the ball because I didn't see him at all yesterday. I mean, it was even funny at the end of the night uh, I was going through, uh, you know, I have a Snapchat and I was looking through the snaps. Uh, I follow the Bears on Snapchat and it showed uh, it shows a bunch of the players coming into the stadium, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then one of them was the uh, and I quote the Shaheen machine getting ready, you know, and the balls he was catching there in, in, in warm ups before the game, before fans were even let into the stadium. Those are the only passes he caught all day because he wasn't even targeted on Sunday by Trubisky. Uh, Tariq Cohen, you know, two passes or two rushes yesterday. Uh, he was only on the field for 13 of the 38 snaps. Uh, again, it's like, didn't we already go through this? You saw how much better the offense was against Detroit when he was out there for multiple, you know, for a good 50-60% of the plays against the Lions, the offense was much better with him on the field than it was the week prior when he was a ghost against Green Bay. You know, same thing, I mean, last week, you, you can't really look at last week. That's a bad litmus test because we were outclassed, outgunned in every single way last week against Philadelphia. But here with the 49ers, we're, you know, we've got an opponent that's on our level or we, what we thought was we were at least a little above these guys, but they they thoroughly dominated the Bears yesterday. That was the most embarrassing part was this this team that was statistically across the board worse than the Bears just manhandled us, uh, uh, you know, all day long. So, I mean, it just it was frustrating to see, um, you know, and uh, you hear me talk about in the fourth quarter knee jerk reaction, that kick return from. Um, from Cohen that ended up getting called back. That was the dagger. Uh, that was it. Because as I said just a few minutes ago, 
um, you know, if the, if the 49ers kick a field goal and take the lead, we're in trouble because we've proven that we can't score. And, you know, we've at the very least, we've proven that we can't drive the length of the field. So, I mean, there's a couple of things we're going to talk about after this knee-jerk reaction because John Fox said something yesterday that once again just makes you wonder how it was this guy has gotten this far in this profession. Uh, knee-jerk reaction to the Bears and the 49ers uh, after the fourth quarter and um, – well, it's not really a knee-jerk reaction. The game ended about 10 minutes ago, but uh, the Bears found a way to lose it. Um, you know, uh, the offense acted like we were out there against the the best unit in football when we were uh, against the 30th-ranked rushing defense in the NFL. But uh, Jordan Howard had 38 yards on 13 carries. Uh, we only scored one touchdown uh, on offense, and that was on a short field after the Kyle Fuller interception and our other touchdown came from that crazy uh, punt return from uh, Tariq Cohen uh, and early in the fourth quarter uh, Cohen had an amazing uh, was it a kick return or a punt return I think it was a punt return or no it was a kick return I think it was a kick return after the field goal that made it 14 to 12 and um but uh, what would have been like a 70-yard return that had the Bears on another short field, about the 30, 35-yard line, thanks to a, a completely unnecessary block in the back penalty on Ben Broniker, the Bears, and then the, the spot of the foul, 10 yards from the spot of the foul, the Bears went from being at about the 30 for San Francisco to being at their own 14-yard line after the penalty uh, was assessed. And, you know, the offense just got never got anything going. This terrible defense that has allowed so many points this year, 28th in the league in points allowed and, and everything, the Bears only scored seven points against this defense. Trubisky was constantly under pressure. We just couldn't get anything going. Uh, couldn't hang on to the football at all as far as, you know, not putting it in San Francisco's hands. Garoppolo threw for nearly 300 yards if he didn't break 300 on that last drive. I mean, it was just an utter just – hits up disaster for the Bears against one of the few teams in the league that they could say was worse than them. They didn't play like it today. And uh, for the second time in three years, the Bears choke uh, at home against San Francisco and lose a game they really had no business losing. To be honest, we should not have lost this game, but we did thanks to the perfect five-for-five five day that Robbie Gold had against the Bears. So we get ready to go back out on the road to play the Bengals, we are 0-4 to start the second half of the schedule. That were this this was supposed to be the easy half of the schedule. We're 0-4 in this portion of the schedule, and um, you know I would not at all be surprised, even though it's not going to happen. I wouldn't be surprised to hear that Fox is unemployed tomorrow morning. Totally justifiable, if you ask me, but. Um... Unfortunately, it doesn't appear to be the Bears' style to uh, to uh, change horses in midstream, uh, if you will. So we are stuck with Fox for the remaining four weeks of the season or so, it would appear. Now, the, four, the, 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 the punt return, the kick return, I should say, for Cohen, it ends up basically, it would, you know, they say it's his 10-yard penalty for Ben Broniker. And when you, when you go back and you look at it, uh, Cohen was already past Broniker, so this block was completely unnecessary. Now, I know there's probably not a good chance that Broniker knew where Cohen was on the field at that time, which is a shame on him, to be honest with you. But, um, you know, Cohen was already at least 5, 10 yards down the field past uh, Broniker. And they say, they call it a 10 yard penalty. The penalty was at the 24. We ended up with the football at the 14. But when you really think about it, it was about a 70-yard penalty because instead of being at the 30-ish, maybe even closer, maybe it was I'm closer to the 20 uh, of the 49ers, definitely in field goal range or at least puts Pat O'Donnell in a great spot if the Bears can't get it in the end zone from, their own, from the 49er 20-yard line. Um, it puts us all the way back inside our 20 yard line at the 14 so let's call it let's let's meet in the middle and say it was the 25 yard line okay so 25 and 
14 is 39. So 39 minus 100 is 61. So we'll call it a 61 yard penalty from where we could have been to where we ended up being because of the penalty. A 61 yard penalty on Ben Broniker. Uh, that 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 basically that was the ball game with the way our offense was playing the and and you know our inability to stop Garoppolo and company uh, from putting any kind of points uh, on the board. That was a sixty-yard penalty that ended up murdering the Bears and their chances yesterday. Because you never know when we're inside the twenty-yard line. You know maybe the Bears uh, put it in the end zone and it's a twenty-one to twelve ball game. That would have put things wildly out of reach. Uh, 45 for the 49ers or so one would think with all the difficulty they had uh, putting the ball in the end zone they just didn't do it yesterday so I mean maybe that would have been the dagger and that would have changed everything maybe the defense is rejuvenating to get after Garoppolo after that who knows but that was definitely the that's where the 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 tide permanently shifted it was all San Francisco after that because we had no answer um, for um, <clears throat> we had no answer after that period no, no answer on offense, no answer on defense. Uh, it was done. It was done. So, and then, um, you know, that, 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 that play, uh, that drive at the end of the ball game, uh, the 14-play, the 86-yard drive uh, for the 49ers that uh, resulted in the, the game-winning field goal with four seconds uh, left. You know, it... Um, <sighs> There was a lot of talk by the commentators who were awful yesterday, by the way. James Lofton, the color commentator, what a hack that guy is, man. I don't give a damn if he's a Hall of Fame caliber receiver and all the all-pro and, and the great things he did in Green Bay and Buffalo. He was awful yesterday as an announcer for the Bears. Just awful. You know, it was Captain Obvious this, Captain Obvious that, and then, you know, constantly going on. And, like, there was one play in particular on that final drive uh, where the running back caught a pass from Garoppolo and he slips and falls. And when he stops, his feet are out of bounds. So it stops the clock for the Bears with like a minute 40. And James Lofton lost his mind about how the clock should still be running because, and I quote, the running back gave himself up. How do you give yourself up when you fall down? You know, you're on the worst surface in football because the Bears have the worst football field in in the in the NFL uh and you slip and fall he slipped and fell he wasn't giving himself up he slipped and fell and landed out of bounds that that's what stopped the clock and he kept saying over and over again that he gave himself up he's not a quarterback you can't give yourself up when you're not a quarterback you know what you do to give yourself up you run out of bounds or you fall onto the ground he did not fall onto the ground he was running out of bounds and fell or he was, you know, going towards out of bounds. He probably didn't want to stop, but he slipped and fell and landed out of bounds. Plain and simple. So that's why the referee stopped the clock and it saved the Bears a timeout. Now, the next thought was the Bears should let the 49ers score so they would have they would have a timeout left and they would have, you know, about a minute and a half left in the game. So granted, uh, as I stated before, they had about a snowball's chance in hell of driving the field, but at least with a minute 30 and a tight end, excuse me, a timeout, you've got a shot. Instead, what happens is the Bears let the 49ers drain the clock dry. Robbie Gold kicks a field goal that the clock stops with four seconds to go afterwards. And when they asked Fox about it, you know, were, did you think about letting the 49ers score so you could have some time on the clock? This moron says... No, we felt pretty good about the field goal block. <laughs> what? You felt pretty good about blocking a 24-yard field goal? Are you insane? You know, and I could see it if it was a 54-yard field goal because the trajectory has to be lower to make the distance. But when you're kicking from 24 yards out, which is how long the game-winning field goal ended up being, 24 stinking yards, when that's all you need, you can kick the ball straight up to the moon. You just have to make sure it goes through the uprights. The trajectory is not going to be anywhere near that the the you know the the the, the defensive the offensive and defensive fronts. The ball's not going to go anywhere near him. It's going to take you know Shaquille O'Neal with a rocket in his ass to get up and block and you know a, a kick from 24 yards out. Okay, <laughs> it's just, 
it's just inconceivable to me that that was the strategy that John Fox had employed for that final, that we were going to block the field goal from 24 yards out. Not let them score so we at least give ourselves a chance uh, on offense. Nah, nah. We're going to block this field goal because he's been so, all, you know, Robbie Gold has been garbage all day today. So he's bound to, to screw up a 24-yarder. I mean, come on. It's Robbie Gold for Christ's sake. So, um, yeah, that's that's our head coach using the old bean there. That was uh, an impressive display. I mean, this is also the guy that told us a few days ago, we don't know what we're doing. Yeah, we, we know, Coach. We know. It's it's all right. It's, you know, the, the first part and the, and the first step in it, uh, you know, in, in fixing a problem is admitting that you have one. So, you know, congratulations. And now we can move forward. So that was it. The Bears move forward, losing 15 to 14 to the formerly 1 in 10 49ers. So now we're only one game worse than a team that had one game, one win coming in. <laughs> Two and ten there are, and we're three and nine, and uh, we are six weeks removed from our last victory. We won week seven. It's week 13. Um, You know, now we go on the road to Cincinnati, who at last uh, check were beating the Steelers uh, here on Monday Night Football. So at least it'll be a short week, but they'll still be at home in Cincinnati. And um, the Bears do not have good luck in Cincinnati. The last time we were there in 2009, if the Cedric Benson show, you guys remember that one where he ran for like a buck 80 on the Bears in his revenge game? That was awesome, wasn't it? So um, anyway, that one's over. We're going to go ahead and shut this down and uh, move on to a very abbreviated bear up and bear down and wrap this baby up. Bear up and bear down for week number 13 to uh, wrap up the latest nightmare for our beloved Chicago Bears, uh, losing to the 49ers 15 to 14. And I've got a, I got a crappy home, I got a crappy trip home for Christmas coming up because uh, my brother-in-law is a uh, 49er fan, and uh, I know. I'm not going to hear the end of that sometime over Christmas. I know I'm going to hear about it at least once. It just, you know, you have to when you when when your brother-in-law's team is the second worst team in football and they beat you, um you're going to hear about that. That's just, you know. Anyway, I hope he gets it out of his system with my dad at least who he sees more often than he sees me. So, hopefully he'll have it out of his system by the time Christmas rolls around, but you never know. So, anyway, um the bear up and bear down for the for the game on Sunday. Um, I'm going to add a second bear up. I only had one, and uh, I'm going to add another one uh, now that I'm thinking about it. But the bear downs are pretty obvious. Um, number one, bear down goes to the offensive line. Um, 38 yards rushing for Jordan Howard. You know, he only gave up two sacks uh, yesterday, but, uh, you know, Trubisky was under constant pressure. Uh, they were showing some looks downfield uh, during some passing plays. If Trubisky could have had any kind of time, receivers were getting open yesterday. Uh, there was one play in particular, I think it was in the third quarter, um, uh, Kendall Wright was running a um, a post corner. You know, he was in, I think he was in the slot and he was running a corner, you know, a corner route to the to the corner of the, uh, to the end zone and he was wide open. He was wide open. You see him turn his head and put his hand up, and then you start. You see him slowing down because, you know, Trubisky had to break the pocket or it may have been one of the plays he got sacked on uh, yesterday, but he was wide open, and I'm pretty sure that wasn't the only time that, that happened yesterday, that a, that a receiver runs his route, he snaps that head around to find his, to find his quarterback running in the opposite direction, uh, you know, rolling to his left or rolling to his right or moving around in the pocket and, you know, having to improvise instead of doing what was scripted. So... Uh, the offensive line has been having some issues uh, lately protecting that rookie quarterback, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping that the damage that they're doing to him is reversible, so that he doesn't get into bad habits, uh, you know, for the remainder of the season and into uh, the off season. That whoever our head coach is going to be, um, you know, these are these are habits and and problems that we'll be able to correct 
uh, under the proper guidance next season, which hopefully the Bears can get a hold of for next year. Uh, Bear down to Vic Fangio. You know, I hate to do it, but uh, the fact that Kyle Shanahan basically ran the same play over and over again in the passing game, especially on third down, you know, how could you not figure it out? You know, how could you not see it coming when everyone else could see it coming? You know, they'd run something, you know, short in, in the, in the, you know, in the second level, which would draw the linebackers up and they you know, that huge space in the middle of the field uh, is what would be available for whatever receiver was going to enter that section of, of the field. I mean, it would just leave a huge gap right there. And that's where Garoppolo went with the football just about every single time. And they got big yardage and first downs, especially on third down. It was their go-to play on third down. And it worked 10 out of 18 times yesterday. So, you know, just ridiculous to, to be out schemed and like that over and over again, too. We saw plenty of it in the first half. So in the second half, the adjustment should have been made. So we should have at least been, uh, I mean, if, if they were going to complete the pass, somebody should have been there to contest it. At least there was nobody there. He was always catching the ball and then getting yards after the catch before getting tackled. And then the guy that was tackling him was the person behind him chasing him as opposed to the guy coming from the other direction ready to knock the numbers off his jersey. So, um, you know, it was not a good week for Vancio. So he definitely gets the bear down this week and then bear down to Loggins. And, you know, I guess by, by association Fox as well, since it seems that he's the one holding the keys to the offense for some reason. Um, you know, Loggins, uh, you know, even with limited opportunities of the football, um, couldn't, could, would just could not call a game to get an offensive rhythm going to save his life. And, uh, it hurt the bears deeply yesterday. I mean, we did not need to score a ton of points to win that game yesterday. And we couldn't even do that. So, you know, we've been averaging 16 points a game. Yes. This season, 16 points a game, as pathetic as that is, it would have been enough to win yesterday. 16 was all we needed and we couldn't do it. So as you know, even further to the point, all we got was seven on offense. That's all we were able to generate uh, on offense. So bear down to Loggins now. And on the bear upside, you know, the guys who actually get a thumbs up Tariq Cohen, obviously he was half our offense yesterday with that crazy punt return. It was officially a 61 yard return, but uh, CBS did the, uh, the math and with him reversing field and, and it was if anybody's watched NFL films and saw the Marcus Allen touchdown for Super Bowl 18 against the Washington Redskins where he ran left then ran right and then basically did a U-turn down the middle of the field and ran untouched into the end zone that's essentially what Tariq Cohen did and he scored a 61 yard touchdown but ran 127 yards to do it according to the CBS's calculations. He he added an extra 66 yards to the run, running around in circles before he finally broke it. And uh, um, a, an honorable mention bear up to the punt return unit, no flags on that play. I mean, a play like that, they're usually, you're littered in yellow flags after a moment like that. And then finally, the, the bear up to uh, Pat O'Donnell, because not only did he have an amazing day punting the football, but he had a pretty solid day in kickoff duties. Uh, three kicks uh, yesterday, two touchbacks, and one that was five yards deep in the end zone. So, I mean, if they didn't want to get ambitious uh, with it, it would have been three for three on the touchbacks uh, yesterday. So, you know, like I said, as long as he'd have been able to keep it straight, I, I'm pretty sure that uh, if the Bears don't get that penalty on Tariq Cohen's uh, kickoff return that got called back, you know, Pat O'Donnell would have been able to put it through the uprights for us, I think. So, but, uh, you know, fortunately, we won't have to worry about that. The Bears did put uh, Santos on IR today and uh, signed Mike Nugent, a uh, longtime veteran kicker, um, had his best run with the Bengals from like 2010 to 2015, 2016, something like that. So he was with them for uh, quite a while. They're their most successful years, actually. So when they were going to the playoffs five years out of six, Nugent was their kicker. So. Uh, he'll be kicking for us, hopefully, for the rest of the season. We only got four games left, so we'll see how it goes. But uh, anyway, that's going to do it. So we're going to close the book on week number 13. Thank God. And uh, move on to week 14. We come back on Thursday. We're going to have Kyle Phelps, formerly of the Cincy Jungle, no longer with the SB Nation uh, page. And, uh, you know, to hell with it. Let's have him on the show anyway. So 
Uh, we're going to have Kyle Phelps back uh, to help us preview Bears Bengals uh, for this Sunday. And, uh, you know, if you guys want to keep the conversation going, feel free to get in touch at Shy Bears Review on Twitter. And as always, the Facebook page, just search Chicago Bears Review on Facebook and join the conversation. So uh, we'll be back on Thursday with Kyle Phelps. So until then, my name is Larry D, and this has been the Chicago Bears Review.